tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another Rain After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. The show itself doesn't give you the song anymore, but we won't stop playing it. Yes. Um, Keaton Markey may be joining us later in the night, but fear not. It is not just a panel of one. It is a panel of two at least tonight. Yes. Welcome <laughs> back for a second show. How are you today? I'm good. I am doing good. For those of you out there, it is Alina Vision. There you go. Yeah. Welcome, welcome back. And uh, from from what I read, people people liked your first episode. Oh, so you get awesome, great. Um, you'll get more of the same in a good way. Good, good deal. Um, now I am sporting. Uh, I'm sporting a rain shirt that was given to us by one of our fans. Um, Getting yeah. lots of compliments on it too. I am. Everyone <laughs> yes. thinks I made it, and and I'm like, no, I didn't. But it's you know what? It, it was. A, it's a good reminder because um, on it are a couple things. Love is the most dangerous subject, mm-hmm. and peace is fragile. So true. And you know what? It's sometimes you just need those simple reminders, especially for a show like this, mm-hmm. um, because peace was fragile. We had peace last episode, and then we gave it away. Um, speaking of that, I want—I want you weren't here last episode, and so I want to kind of get your opinion on everything before we fully dive into tonight's episode: fight or flight. All right. Well, yeah. Last episode, obviously, huge episode um, with the death of Francis. I. Kind of, I knew it was going to be coming. I didn't know how many shows. I figured it would be like one or two shows. And I was actually surprised the way he went out because, you know, from history, we know he died from some illness. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess technically it could have been part of the illness because he did get some head trauma. But um, it was very dramatic. And I'm sad to see Francis go. I mean, I knew it was coming, but I'm sad to see that storyline between him and Mary. Let me ask you this, because Uh you said off-air that Mary's your favorite storyline, and there's other people that I know that watch the show that have said Francis is their favorite character, and without Francis, they don't want to watch. Wow. Is the show in danger of that? I hope not. I really hope it's not, because, I mean, I love the dynamic between the two of them. Um, just their whole story of sometimes off, sometimes on, never. It was just, like, their fate was just always, you know, written out for them. And I hope that people would still watch it, even though it's just Mary's storyline, because from history, she did have an interesting um, life after, you know, even after Francis died. This is just chapter one. Exactly. So I hope that the show kind of goes with it and goes with that, and I hope people still continue to watch. I mean, in one way, it's a great compliment, because... Obviously, they've made the character very likable. Right. And I think, you know, the fact that they feel that way says a lot. And, but I do think these, I, I think they will stick around. Yeah. At this point, there's so much good stuff. So much. <laughs> um, speaking of which, you know, um, you know, in, in terms of 
the, this episode. A lot of it was kind of rehashing old subplots um, and bringing them to light and then progressing them. How did you feel about that? Did you want anything kind of drastically new to happen now that Francis is um, gone? Not necessarily drastically new, but I did want to see, you know, what would happen to Mary, what would happen to Charles and to Catherine and um, all of that. So I don't, I didn't really want anything drastically to happen. What did about you feel you? like you got that? Um, I feel like I, I got the beginnings of it, you know, and that's what I'm happy with. I'm happy to see where it goes. And it's definitely, as a fan of the show, I'm excited to see where it goes. Excellent. Well, that's yeah. that, that's good. I, you know, I did enjoy it. Um, you know, I, I we didn't see uh, England last episode. We, I, again, right. every, I mean, just even the way Keaton and I broke it down. I mean, there's basically two storylines. There was Bash, and then there was Francis. Right. And that's all the focus was. And uh, so, you know, now we're kind of getting, you know, just in our rundown, we have all the characters back. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, Speaking of which, we should add the princess on there. Oh yes, I was missing Matt from her. Can't 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 miss that from the rundown. Um, Speaking of that, why don't we start with why don't we start with the princess and and Leith? Yes, poor Leith. Why? Here's the thing. He's you know he he's obviously into her. He's into Claude, but we've I kind of feel like we've seen him go down this path where he's you know falls in love with a girl who's above his station. And I just don't want to see him get his heart broke again. But you know, I do want them to be together. <laughs> I, I think. Well, I think they can be together. What do you What do you think about her? Um, her lying to him about this other, you know, this other potential girl. Right, just so she can spend some time with him. Yeah. I, I, I mean, she is Catherine's daughter, <laughs> so she can. Manipulate people. Exactly, manipulate people. Um, but she's young, and she wanted to spend time, and I think he was able to read through it, and he got to the bottom of it, and yeah. Okay, here's the interesting part. I actually I actually do like them together, and I think, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's by design 100%, but it's working nicely in the fact that we haven't seen Greer and Lath interact. So as an audience, mm-hmm. you know, we, at least I certainly am rooting for these guys now. As you mentioned, is it possible? And that's the tough part. Yeah. That's the but, tough part. And I don't, I don't want to see him get his heart broken again because he, he did with Greer big time. And, you know, it's just that whole dynamic and that's just the time that they live in. I, yeah. It's a hard time be to be careful. a man. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just kidding. It's so much harder to be a woman in that time. It's so true. Oh, and we'll get into that. <laughs> um, but I thought, you know, it, it was nice. And I, 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 I enjoyed those sort of moments just in general, whether the show or any other show of, you know, he, she's trying to teach him how to be civil in, in a way. And then he and then he just kind of puts on his regular charm. Like, if you want to dance, yeah. let's just dance. Yeah, and then, exactly. And then he does this whole bit of, you know. They're kind of both teaching each other where they come from and all of that. And I liked that. Yeah, it was it was cute. Uh, and so we'll see kind of how it goes. Obviously, um, what's the friend's name that slept with him last time but now is not happy? <laughs> She's not about it? Oh, I can't remember her name. It started with an A. I don't, I don't think we'll that. see her too no, much. No, I don't think so either. They didn't say her name too much. I think she was kind of just in and out. So. It made for a fun scene. Yeah, it did. And it made so you could see, like, Claude's reaction. and Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, I mean, they're, the fa- they're playing it out really well. And, and as I, I gave mention 
to it when we talked about the episode. Just that scene, I thought I thought was brilliant, you know, because too many times it could just be she storms off and this and that. It could have been the end of everything, but the way they've developed this, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Um, speaking of uh, things you can't have but want, let's go to England with Elizabeth and this story. This 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 just continues to be ever evolving. <laughs> Um, to say poor, the least, yeah. Poor Dudley. He kind of co- he. So here he is. He he recommits to Elizabeth in one way, shape, or form, and then his wife. Now you got to explain this to me because I'm not 100 percent sure of <laughs> okay. what this fully means okay. or is. I I understand the outcome of it, but what is it? What did she do? She just got manipulative, <laughs> and pretty much, I mean. She wants her husband to herself. She does not want to be at court. She does not want anything to do with Elizabeth. And she just did whatever she had to do to... Now, is this arrangement with the doctor ongoing? Does it last for three months? I don't think it's ongoing because he said that they had to leave for... Um, what is it? It starts with the C. Cromley? They had to leave for another town, pretty mm-hmm. much, and he said it was ins- like they needed to go now. So I think that that was just a one-off thing with the doctor, <laughs> and uh-huh. that would be that. Yeah, he was. Uh, she knew how to. No kidding. A lot of women. There was a couple episode. of that. Yeah, <laughs> in tonight's episode, women were definitely using their womanly ways. I don't know. <laughs> I mean. It- it's, I get. I mean, it's sad to say it's kind of the only power that they had at that point in time. Because um, what did you think of the scene between Elizabeth and the wife? Because here she is offering her position, and then just the mask falls off of both of them, and they they right. they just um the they're just sticking daggers in each, each other, other. Of, of like, well, you know, this is a position I can't refuse because you're the queen, um, so on and so forth. Right. I I actually liked that interaction between the two of them. Um, just to see Amy, you know, come out and be like, I know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I know what you're doing. Obviously, I can't say no because you're the queen. Um, and the queen being like, you know, yeah, you can't say no. And I want him here. And that's what's going to be. Do you think in some ways the way Elizabeth operates, she just wants small victories? Like, especially coming off of the news that that Mary ripped up this peace treaty. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, well, I, no matter where she goes, she's controlled by men. Right. For the most part, even if she says she's not or whatever, they're, they're, they're affecting her in one way, shape, or form. And so this is something that, for the time being, she has... Uh, she, it's an easy victory. Exactly. And I think she does take those easy little victories... Um, she does that, you know, by storming into Mary's hometown and taking that over with the army. She does that through, I mean, kind of all of her actions are like these small little victories, but maybe for her, she sees a bigger picture. Uh, I don't think no, so. No, you don't think so? No, I, here's, you know, the interesting part is I, I, I think both Mary and Elizabeth have very much the capability to be very, you know, for lack of a better term, chess players, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but they're both so heated, especially right now. And Mary has come off of that. Mm-hmm. But certainly last episode, it was very rash to just rip up that piece. Now, if you want to go through with it, 
three weeks after, sure, be my guest, but not right. in that moment. Right. Um, and so, and obviously now Elizabeth is very much reacting to the whole thing and she's, uh, you know, she's acting out against like now she can't have Dudley and so on and so forth. So it's very much emotional based and not that men can't be that way. I trust me, men do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, most, most decisions sometimes are just out of spitefulness. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, you know, it's, an, it's an interesting dichotomy. Yeah, it is. And it's just interesting, especially that they're cousins, too. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. so were, uh, so, so was, um, um, the, the, um, why am I blanking on his name? Um, uh, from, from last season, her lover. Who, uh, oh, Conde? Conde, Conde, yeah, Conde yes. Conde. Mm-hmm. Conde. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, Francis and him were technically cousins. Cousins, exactly. It's always these cousins, man. It's Don't so trust crazy. your cousin. I know. It's so crazy. Just that whole monarch, like, cousin thing. They're all cousins, and yet after each other's crowns. Yeah, well, that's, you know, it's because it makes, you know, it's, it's the source of power. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see kind of what Elizabeth does. I don't think this is the end of Dudley, to be honest. No. Mm-mm. Um, I think, I think some way he's going to find out the truth. Um, I don't know how or, you know, in whatever way. When she's perfectly fine, probably wherever they're going (laughs) all of a sudden. Yeah. He'll find out some way. He'll be back. So we'll see. And when he, when he does, I'm sure he's going to be quite upset. Yeah. But that's, that's the English court. Yeah, exactly. There's always some drama. Now, what do you, in terms of. Her messenger, right? The the um, I forget his name. Today I'm just not all about the names. There's a lot of names today. <laughs> Nicholas, but I think his name was Nicholas. The, I want to say the guy, the the representative from French court, right? Yeah, Nicholas. I think, I think his name is Nicholas. Well, well, I know. Better name me than any. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, how did you feel when when Elizabeth is upset with him that he didn't try hard enough or he didn't get the result that she wanted? So now she doesn't trust him. I didn't, you know, I didn't see why she wouldn't trust him because he did try and he did get the result. It was just Mary's emotion that took over and all of that. I mean, I didn't see it from her perspective, from Elizabeth's perspective. I mean, her, her in many ways, her perspective is easy. She just, she at, at the very least, I, I mean, there, there's pressure from men everywhere. Right. And so that's the last thing that she needs. Much like in the case of Dudley, she just doesn't need pressure from other women. Right. Which is Mary and uh, Dudley's wife. Right. So I think, I mean, in many ways, obviously she didn't see it play out, play out the way it did. But in some ways, from an audience perspective, like, right. he could have literally just taken the letter, put it in his pocket, and just buy. Bounced, yeah. <laughs> That's it. You had it signed. Exactly. It's not like she, you had the letter and she was about to sign it and was like, mm, no, you know, not, not a good idea. Yeah. But, I mean, good writing on the writer's part because that added more drama, I think. What, what, how does he play out later? What, what do you, what's going to kind of, what do you predict with him? Because obviously he's he's been around for a little bit. I, don't, I think he has more to do than just deliver this letter and, and a failed attempt at that. He has. And now she has somebody else who she wants to do that. I don't know what's going to happen with him. It does seem that he does have some sort of sympathy or something for Mary. I will give her that. Um, well, she points that out. Yeah, she does. So I'll give her that. Um, 
But then he calls her out, just being like, well, you know, you're overreacting. and Yeah. Yeah. I think he does have something for Mary, but the good news, hopefully, is that, number one, Mary is not going to be quick to find any, <laughs> find love. No. Number two, if she does, it, as we know, it's going to have to be with of someone else. Right. Yeah. And yeah. no offense, letter boy. It's not, <laughs> not for it. you. <laughs> it's just not, not the stature that we need exactly. right now. Exactly. Exactly. So. She needs someone with money and with power right now. And armies. Yes, lots. Lots and lots of armies. Um, anything else on the British side of things before we move back over to, to French court? Nothing that I can think of. I think that was, that's pretty much it for that storyline. All right, fair enough. So let's let's talk about Bash. I mean, uh, ironically, we didn't get too much of him. Uh, you know, what kind of what he's dealing with now, with Delphine and kind of mm-hmm. everything like that. We we did brush that a little bit aside. Um, how they would have find, found time or what I would have wanted from it, I don't, I'm not exactly sure. But it's it, you know, the way they've developed it is great to see him. Of like, hey, I was a brother to Francis. And now hashtag Royal Bros can happen again. Between, because this is on the back of your shirt, isn't it? That's right. We uh, we used to we hashtag Royal Bros because yes. that you know and interestingly enough you know Bash and Francis um, for a long time in season two were kind of inseparable, right? One right. helped the other, and then each of them was busy with various things, and they splintered apart. And it wasn't it wasn't really until Francis' death that they really kind of came back together. And so now it's great to see Bash really bonding with Charles. Yeah, I think it's great. And I think, I mean, because Bash doesn't, you know, he doesn't want to be king. He has, like, no hidden agenda. And I think... He did that? Well, for a minute, yes. For a minute he did. Well, that's what I'm saying. So he's already been in those shoes. Right. He doesn't... He's like, not for me. It's just, you can tell. It's just, it's not his thing. Not his thing. And clearly, I mean, the vultures are kind of circling in on Charles as far as the Privy Council goes. So he needs, like, Charles needs a support system that's really there, that's got his back, so. Yeah, I like how Bash says, you know, everyone's going to be going to you as a king. I'm just your brother. Right. So, so that that was really nice. And, And you know what? I gotta say, like, Charles really, just even the way he portrayed it, um, the, the, the actor, he looked just so much older. He did, right? Like within a couple of episodes. <laughs> Three weeks yeah. in French court. <laughs> he looked a lot older, just a lot more mature, a lot older. Maybe maybe that was, a, you know, character, the actor actually decided to do that. Well, I, th- yeah, I think he did. Obviously, I, yeah. I, I think he did. And uh, it's very much the same way when we when we first met Francis... I actually thought Bash would make a better king early on, just the way they carry themselves right. based off of that. But yeah, I mean, the the, the crown has a weird thing of... Um, you have just, to grow up all of a sudden. Exactly. Yeah. And so so Charles, whether he obviously he didn't want to, but now he is filling those shoes. And yes, as, as this entire French court storyline, uh, you know, that inter- intertwines everybody goes, it... it you know he's going to need allies, but he stepped. I, you know what? I'm not fearful anymore. I think he'll be. He's on his way to being a good ruler. Yeah, I think he's got. I think he's got uh, Catherine's wit. Yes, 
That's uh, that's a strong character trait. He does. He does. And I think now he's starting to learn. Even she said, you're learning. Yeah. Um, he's just starting to learn kind of the way things work and the way the politics of court works. So, Yeah, I think he has, if I had to describe him, he has the right instincts, right? He's... Mm-hmm. Um, when we last saw him, King Henry was still the ruler, and you know what he took from Henry, Lord knows. But obviously, right. that was a, you know, he was a tyrant in many ways. Mm-hmm. Whereas the way seeing Francis and the way he led, I think really kind of gave him a positive outlook on life, and that you can be a decent leader but still have a firm hand in things. Right. And you know, so now it's just a matter of the right. He's got all the right tools. He's got all the right instincts. Now it's just utilizing them the, the same way. You know, Mary tells him like, well, "We have the ledger, so let's let's go back in through the ledger." Right. So you know, I think it's just the specifics he's got to learn through experience, and I think he will. He will. He definitely will. And I love the fact that he like reached out to Mary at the end of the episode and said, "You know, you'll always have France behind you." I thought that was really solid of him. Good job. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, I thought, like, and just smart to think of it, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, you could go to, uh, you could go to Scotland, but every, every negotiation you're going to get, you know, you're basically a bargain deal. Exactly. You don't want to be that. No, 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 you don't. So, um, before we fully get into, um, you know, Catherine, because obviously Charles ties into that, let's talk about Lola and Narcisse, because mm-hmm. this is, uh, do you think what's going through Lola's mind as as a woman from the scene where he's basically telling her, uh-huh. "I want you to take control in the bedroom," right? And then she finally decides, "Okay, I'm going to be frisky." And he's like, <laughs> nah, "I'm good. I'm <laughs> good." What's going through her mind is, "Oh no, why is all of a sudden he so good when I'm trying to tell him, hey?" Yay, let's, you know, let's try something out. So I think she knows something's up because it's Narcisse. Like, he's not going to say no. I think in general, well, we we have seen him say no before, right? The princess, uh, to the princess. Right, right. But that was for very different, you know. Reasons, yeah. Again, he was kind of in control. But in general, ladies, I hope you know this by now. Anytime a man doesn't want sex, <laughs> especially when you're being aggressive. Yeah. Probably a bad sign. Yeah, bad sign. Bad so. sign. And I kind of, I I saw it coming when they were in bed at the first time and he was saying, hey, you know, let's try this out. And she's like, I don't know. It's like, oh, that's the wrong guy to be like, I don't know with, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What do you, in general, should she have like, you know, gone with it early on or no? Like, because she I mean, knows what he's about. Right, exactly. I, I mean... She has to be comfortable doing it, you know, <laughs> whatever it is that she, but I don't think it was that like, maybe back then it was that risque. I don't know. Yeah, her. but that's what they're, I mean, obviously, here's the thing. What, what do we know about Lola's sexual history? She was with Francis. Francis, right. And, and then, then who Narcisse, else? I guess. Yeah. So then there's not a lot there. No. And Francis certainly wasn't. No. That that was, no. <laughs> New, um, but I mean, I I don't know, uh, you know, everyone's di- I don't know, everyone's different. <laughs> I get that, but yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. Like Lola, he, and, and she's a smart 
she's a smart woman. Yeah, she is. But she's very innocent. Like, very innocent. I get that, which is all the more reason why it's just tough. I, you know, I like, I like narcissistic moments. Right. Mm -hmm. But then there's just, you know, then there's things like this that are just absolutely deplorable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, technically it was right. It was a work-related thing. <laughs> no, but, no. I, you know, and before when I was on, we talked about how I really wanted to have faith in Narcisse. Like, I thought he. No. I know. Now he's back on my bad list. What? Here's the thing. Why was he ever on a good list? He, he, well, okay, he, he, was, he was getting on the good list. Because, I mean, you could tell he was really in love with Lola, or at least I thought. Um, by putting seemed, dead rats with okay, messages no, from. Not that. <laughs> Not that, not that. But I just, I don't know. I just felt like maybe he would be turning over a new leaf. And of course not. So no. you were right. <laughs> you were totally right. Listen it to me. Catherine was right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about that scene oh, because yes. that had wow. everyone. Did you think that she was going to do that? No. Um, I'd like to say no. But then there's a little part in the back of my mind that's like, it is Catherine. Like, she would go and grab the bull by the balls and... I thought she was going to squeeze his nuts. Not, <laughs> not go downtown. Um, yeah, but then she went there. I mean, she called it. She knew that there would be a crack in Narcisse and Lola's marriage. Mm-hmm. And she found it, and she's just going to take advantage. Yeah, and she... he didn't say no. He was not pushing away. Uh, he <laughs> so it's going to be interesting because we we don't know kind of how he now feels about it or what you know obviously right what like it remains to play out of how their mutual relationship is going to work out yeah. for what benefit politically right so obviously that's that's what this is all about right um yeah everyone that so- was a scene and a half. <laughs> Yes. Good job by both. Yes. Wow. There's a lot of that going on tonight. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, this is a very sexual episode. Yes. But how do you think Lola's going to react? Like, because, I mean, it's not like she can really divorce Narcisse, no. can she? I don't think so, no. I don't think back then. Yeah, it doesn't, you don't. No. Because it, I think they were married like Catholic and back then pretty hardcore can't divorce i think she's gonna find out within the next couple of episodes i think it'll leak i think they planted that seed because when Catherine was coming out or when she was talking to her lady they said Mm. that you know other house servants saw her coming out of narcissus chambers so i think it's gonna get around the castle and lola's gonna find out i I mean i think lola already number one i think she feels like crap for um in the moment, right? Yeah. She, she kind of has that face of like, oh, what did I do? Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. And then as she kind of, as that feeling goes away, she's going to she's gonna be, go in detective mode again and be like, okay, well, why am I feeling like this? Uh, and why is he like this? He like this. Girls are like the CIA. We will get to the bottom of things, especially if we think our man is cheating on us. When it comes to men, yeah. (laughs) We will, yes, we will get to the bottom of things. Here's a life lesson, man. There was a, uh, there's a, there's a guy we know. Mm -hmm. um, He's a very successful guy, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end of the day, in many ways controlled by his wife. 
Uh-huh. Right. And the wife goes away for a weekend and he throws not a big party, but, you know, a couple of friends over the house weekend party. Um, cleans up everything so you wouldn't know that, that there ever was a party. And then she comes home and you know how she knew? How? The towels from the pool in the dryer. Uh, yep. So, yep. <laughs> so there you go. Somebody was over here. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. And you know what? Again, I, I forget if I asked you, if I asked Keaton, mm-hmm. does Narcisse in many ways love this danger? Like, does he yeah. purposely plant these stupid uh, mistakes so he can get caught? Because he likes the danger of, like, trying to weasel himself out of it. Absolutely, I think so. Absolutely. Because otherwise he would have put his pants on. He would have told Captain to leave. He would, you know, there's a lot of things he could have done to avoid what happened. And he just didn't. And he's always in these types of situations. He likes to weasel his way out. Ah, man. Well, you know what? It's it's tough for a man to resist. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, well. so Catherine ends up getting you know her own piece too, her <laughs> own little side piece. So, so let's talk about Catherine. Okay, um, she's dealing with. Uh, there's two sides to this: the the first half, and then the second half. Obviously, now with Narcisse, but um, she's down on her. She's whatever down on her luck. She doesn't want to get up before noon and ty- that type. Um, yeah. And thanks to you know Grenier. That's the, yes. yes. Uh, he's secretly kind of rallying the you know all the all the politicians and you know to try to get the vote. And even though that it's against the rules, nothing official can be made, so on and so forth. But I mean, it's just kind of common knowledge when you have that many people talking and meeting. Yeah, they're not just talking about oh, this is great wine. Yeah. Um, what did you th- What did you think of ca- kind of Catherine and uh, I mean everyone. The good news is everyone starts down the dumps very early on and is kind of revigorated by the end of the episode, for better or worse. Right. I mean, I I totally got why Catherine, you know, was grieving and all of that. And I'm glad that Mary came in and kind of snapped her out of it because she does have another son who is king now. And... Catherine, like, that's what she's supposed to do. That's what Francis wanted her to do, was become regent. That's just what she's good at, you know? And that's her thing. So I was glad that Bash and Mary came in and kind of snapped her out and was like, hey, listen, there's other things going on behind your back, and it's not going to be good for France or your son or pretty much anyone. Yeah. So, and, you know, that's the problem with court. You don't really... And in a position of responsibility, you don't get much time to grieve. No, not at all. It's on to the next thing. It's so crazy to me. Like, I mean, that's, I would that's... say that still holds true today. How so? I mean, most times when you're, when you're in a position of power or whatever, you, right. you, there's no time for that. You just gotta push through. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. I mean, it, it, anyway. I can give you 800 examples. examples. I thought of one in my head. Fair enough. Yeah. I already went off on a tangent about the towels, so I didn't want to go off on another one. It wasn't a tangent. It, it applied. It applied. That, that, that was a lesson for any men listening. Exactly. 
women will get to the bottom of it. They just will. They just will. <laughs> so just just be honest, mm-hmm. even if the truth hurts. Hurts exactly. Um, yes. Okay. So Catherine, I mean, it, it was interesting to see her early on not be herself. Right. We haven't seen this in quite a while, um, and that's why by the end, when when she takes that assertiveness with Narcisse. Um, it, I mean, it was great to see for a variety of reasons, but that's mm-hmm. when she's fully herself of just, this is what she does. Yeah. This is who she is. Just using every advantage she can, she, using every piece of knowledge she has right. to, to, for her gain. Exactly. I was glad to see it. I, I mean, as much, she's one of those characters I kind of like love to hate, but I love at the same time. Sometimes I'm like so mad at her. Sometimes I'm not. And this was an episode that I, I was happy to see her and Mary work together. You know, I think that as, as Nostradamus pointed out, you know, if, if you want the Regency, you're going to have to go with Mary. with Mary. Right. You're going to need her help. And I don't think, I don't think they're going to be enemies or frenemies for a long time. I think, I think they're. They're on a the right path together. I think so too, and I think I think that because the only reason why she didn't like Mary is because of the you know she foresaw or Nostradamus foresaw the death of um, Francis because of her. So I think that was the only reason why she was. They're kind of always butting heads and all that. Now that Francis is not there, there's no reason for her, you know, to not. dislike Mary. Yeah, exactly. And especially now she's seen Mary just be kind of selfless. I mean, pretty much this entire season. Yeah. So, and and what she does, and and the the fact of pulling out troops from Scotland um, as a gesture, you know, this is all this is all stuff that obviously Catherine takes to to heart, and and it, and it means something. And Mary, at the end of the day, Mary does what Catherine loves. She gets things done. Yeah. And the, when the two of them are talking with him, Grenier, um, about, you know, he's making money and he's trying to he's trying to weasel his way out of it, they know every angle and they get him. Yeah. And the, the, it's not good cop, bad cop. It's bad cop, cop bad, bad cop. cop. Completely. And I loved it when Mary was like, you know, I know a way to get him and you're going to love it. I think she said something like that. It's going to make you feel more alive. And yet you could totally tell Catherine was... Like, yes. Cloud nine. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so so all very interesting. Now, in terms of Mary, uh, Greer had a big hand with Mary today, which which I, I thought was great to see Greer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she was talking about, you know, what are you going to do? You're kind of through Catherine. You're delaying the inevitable because you don't want to move on. But you have – and obviously Greer said it and then Catherine reinforced it like you – you need to go out. You need to an alliance. You need a marriage, right? And it's not about love. It's about the alliance. Um, and so the Spaniard seems like the number one fit. Why you didn't like? You don't like him? <laughs> the Spaniard? No, he was such a tool when he went to Elizabeth. Remember? So what do you think he's going to do oh, with, he's with such Mary? A tool. <laughs> what does that even mean? He's just a tool. He's a tool. He's just... I, I didn't like him because of how he was with Elizabeth. Um, Here's the thing. I didn't... I, I don't think he's the greatest man in the world. No. But at the same time, he was honest with Elizabeth. True. True. Like, everything he said, like, he knew the rumors. He, he, he didn't... Uh, I forget if he specifically knew that it was Dudley or not. Whatever. Mm-hmm. That, that didn't matter. But, you know, and... 
so he (laughs) (laughs) and you know what i mean again it's for better yeah i mean the deplorable thing was that he was basically telling her like you as a woman aren't fit to rule and so we'll kind of see how that plays out with mary yeah um but which is nice that charles offered up hey you know you're not as I said, you're not going to be uh, the bargain bin over over in Scotland. Stay with stay in French court, and people will come here. Right, right. Because you've got France behind you. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see how that plays out and goes down between Mary and what's his name, Don Carlo, Don Carlos. I think. You yeah. think he's going to ask if she can bear children? Yeah, I think so. And how does, how does everyone, one prove that? You can't. I mean, until a kid comes out of you, you can't really prove that. So um, I think people are going to start asking, you know, why didn't you, you, you and Francis have a kid? And that's going to be a huge thing. Yeah, so we'll, we'll yeah. see. But obviously that's what worries Elizabeth is that, you know, Mary's it's, it's the number one. It's the most eligible bachelor. Right. Let's just say. Exactly. Um, but Greer also mentioned some Hungarians and other people, so we got some options. Yeah, she has a lot of options. But we got to make the best one. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, I know the Prince of Spain would be the best one because of, you know, his money, the army, all of that. Exactly. Fellow Catholic, all of that. Yeah, but oh, he was, mm, rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> I don't think he was a friend to women. No, I think you're right about no. that. Maybe but. just me from a woman's perspective. I'm like, no. <laughs> you, you know, I mean, it, like I said, it's one of those things where it was fun to see Elizabeth be put in her place, but not because that of that. Way. Exactly. So. Yeah. I would have much obviously rather preferred it by Mary in some sort of way. Right. And by cleverness, not because of, hey, I'm a woman, you're a man. Right, exactly. Anyway, so uh, any other thoughts on tonight's episode before we move into Cast Corner and news and gossip and all that stuff? I just think it's very interesting to see where the show goes now that Francis is gone. So that's it's it's legitimate. We, yeah. Um, the the nice part is while we spent some time talking about that, you know, meaning the episode itself, mm-hmm. it, it was good that for the most part. People were just talking a hundred percent about that. Of like, you know, basically it wasn't a reminiscing episode of Rambo right. when we did this with Rand, It was good. We kind of were moving on, exactly. Um, which I think helps the audience because number one, I think it would have made us sad. Number two, we were like, "Well, what the hell is this? This is boring as all hell." <laughs> so it's just flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. So this wasn't boring. Yeah, it wasn't. I liked yeah. it. Um, all right. Why don't we get into Castle Corner? And for today, today's Castle Corner, we go to Ireland. Um, and let me let me pull this up right here. Um, unless you have it readily available, I got it. All right. Why don't you Why don't you start us off? All right. So uh, we uh, this is Lismore Castle. It's a castle in Ireland, the stately home located in the town of Lismore in the county Waterford in Ireland, belonging to the Earl of Desmond and subsequently the Duke of Devonshire from 1753. Uh, it was largely rebuilt in the Gothic style during the mid-19th century by William Cavendish, 6th Duke of Devonshire. 
Um, built in 1185 by Prince John, the castle site was originally occupied by Lismore Abbey, an important monastery and seat of learning established in the early 7th century. It was still in a classical classical center when Henry II, King of England, stayed here in 1171 and except for a brief period after 1185 when his son, King John of England, built the built a castellum here. It served as an Episcopal residence of the local bishop. It was a possession of the Earls of Desmond, whose lands were broken up during the plantation following the killing of Gerald Fitzgerald, 15th Earl of Desmond, in 1583. In 1589, Lismer was leased and later acquired by Sir Walter Raleigh. Raleigh sold the property during his imprisonment for high treason in 1602 to another infamous colonial adventurer, Richard Boyle, later first Earl of Cork. So, um, so there you have a little bit of the history. I picked this one in particular because I think it looks wonderful. Um, so castle I love it. It is, and, yeah. and the nice part is that it's still standing today. This is oh, one. Of, this is a room that you can uh, rent. You know, Very I mean, cool. any of these castles you can get married at. Yeah, for the most part. Uh, so this is one of the rooms um, in there, and then um, here's kind of a map of where it is relative to Dublin. So it's on the you know southeast corner. Um, so it's oh, it's near cool. the ocean. It's gorgeous. Oh my goodness. Um, so there you have it. That's, that's, uh, I mean, when you think of castle, this is yeah. what I think of. It's got trees around it. Kinda it's got looks towers. Like the castle in rain, actually. A little bit. A little yeah, bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's got a bridge. So yeah, there, there's all these things. Um, so I, I thought it was a, you know, you got the courtyard and it's right. got the flowers. So I mean, it, it's a typical castle. Uh, I don't think we've done many Irish ones. So I, I decided to go with Ireland. Irish. Um, and yeah. So that's that's today's castle. Love it. Uh, let us know if you've been there or go there. All right. So now for news and gossip, there isn't much, but After Buzz TV news. Uh, first and foremost, we will be taking a break um, this coming week because it's Thanksgiving, and so they won't be having a new episode. So we'll be back for um, December fourth is yep. the new episode. So you know we'll be back after that. Now. Um, Caitlin Stassi, uh, who played Kenna on the show, which, by the way, that never really got fully explained why she's not on the show anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's an article about her um, kind of talking about her body issues and things like that. And there was a – I don't – obviously, this is this is recent, but um, the, the author didn't do his due diligence thinking that she was still on the show even though she's not. Anyway, um, it's kind of sad because – you know, in it, she's, she talks about um, – it's from People. Um, People is the one who reported this and had this entire quote, mm-hmm. so you can you can look it up there. Um, but she said, you know, she was never into kind of wearing bikinis and uh, um, because, it, you know, it made her feel awful about herself. And so she had um, a singlet, um, which – what is that exactly? I am – I don't, okay, a, normally you call it a one-piece. I'm not quite sure what a singlet is. She, I don't think that's what a singlet is. No, I don't think no. she's referring to a one-piece. Maybe I, it's like a cover-up type thing? Because she does say um, somewhere in here that it, she told somebody, like, it's, it's a fashion statement. Right, yeah. yeah. So maybe that's what that was. I don't I don't know. 
Yeah. Anyway, no. Um, she and also she has a website now called herself.com, and she says, "quote um, the nudity." The nude photography is purely there to emphasize the diversity of the female figure to empower young women to find themselves through those images because women's bodies are so often taken from them, objectified, sexualized, used to sell something. Um, so if you haven't been to the website, it's all about kind of women's empowerment. Love and, it. Uh, you know, it, she started the website and it's kind of growing from there. Um, but yeah. I love yeah. it when I see especially celebrities taking a stand with their bodies and saying, you know, this is who I am. This is my body. And I don't have to be, you know, what society or what magazine editors consider perfect. I mean, but her body is banging anyway. She's a good looking girl. Yeah, she's gorgeous. But I mean, you know, that, that just goes to show you never know what people are going through in their own mind or body. So good for her. I'm glad that she, she's taking a stand. I love it. Yes, indeed. So you can check that out on uh, People. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's all the news. And gossip. We don't get much news and gossip nowadays. But, no. but uh, you know, no news is good news. Yeah. So, all right. Let's get into predictions for December 4th. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. What do you predict? I didn't watch the preview, so... Neither did I. I like to be surprised. I'm one of those people who doesn't like watch the previews because I like to be surprised. I think Lola's going to find out about Narcisse, or at least get a little bit of, you know, a little bit of information that something's going on um, in this next episode. And I think she's going to bring it up to him, and he's going to deny it and weasel his way out. Um, you know what would be funny? Huh? If the guy that Catherine walked in on... Was the guy to tell Lola oh. because he was here's the, the way that scene <laughs> yeah. played out. He was so spiteful, and, and you know, obviously, he doesn't have much power. She's the queen, and who was he? Right. But it played out for an extended period of time. Right. And I think that would be that would be interesting. Come full circle. Exactly. The one that you're doing the deed with is the one who tells. Um, so I think something like that's going to happen. As far as Mary goes, I think she'll meet the Prince of Spain, and it's not going to go well. I just have a feeling <laughs> that's well, not going to happen. I want it to go well. You do? Yes. No, it's not going to go well. <laughs> I don't think it will. That's my prediction. Okay, do you think he's going to open up with cheesy lines of... He's so He's very suave. He's very suave, and I think Mary's going to be able to see right through him. You know, be this. This could be a way, perhaps, for some to to buy into Narcisse that he has changed if he's the one who spots it. Because mm. game game knows game. So true, <laughs> so true. So we'll see. Tool knows tool. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't say Narcisse is a tool. He's just a bad man. Well, you know. Yeah, <laughs> teach his own. But I think that's where that's going. And I think that's all the predictions I have. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm really excited to see Charles really step up. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be fun. And I think I think Catherine, Charles, and Mary, are. that's going to be a big trio. Um, and if they can work together, I think, you know, it's going to be bad cop, bad cop, bad cop. That's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to go down. So I'm excited for that, um, and then yeah, we go on we go on holiday, or certainly rain does. Hence, we go on yeah. holiday um, after the next episode. So a lot to look forward to. In the meantime, 
where can the people um, interact with you directly? You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram, and all of my social media handles are at Alina Vision. That's A-L-I-N-A-V-I-S-S-I-O-N. And follow us here at AfterBuzz TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. And be sure to leave a comment below. We love your guys' comments. Um, and, yeah, if you, if you listen on iTunes, leave an iTunes rating. However you listen, just comment. I'm sure there's a comment box. We, we appreciate it. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't always get to it. We don't always. But we see. We, and we, we appreciate, see. for sure. We do. And especially, uh, you know, especially as we move into the season of, of thankfulness and, and, and uh, just being joyous, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a good reminder that, you know, just this one show has brought us all together. And even though we don't know each other, the fact that we love this show and we can yes. discuss it every single week, you know what? That's a better world. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So until next time, we'll be seeing you. Yep. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.